In fact, I really believe somewhere in the book he says, maybe the market should be first. Yeah, maybe it should. Because you wouldn't have even touched that trade. Wouldn't have even looked. Wouldn't have even continued on if you hadn't seen that the market was not set up in a conducive way for trading. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're looking to create a bulletproof trading plan, then you need to get the Bullish Power Cheat Sheet. This holds the secrets that you've been looking for. You can get it completely for free at 10minutestocktrader.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes. Okay, so Mark tweeted about MBLY. So let's go ahead and jump into MBLY. I, I don't even know what MBLY is. Don't really care. As you know, it's all about price right so this is an ipo this only has to today 126 trading days so we don't even have a 200 day on that yet the 200 day doesn't exist because there's not 200 days of data so mbly uh was coming into earnings let me make this bigger was coming into earnings, and as you can see, it's been a really, really choppy trend here. I will tell you with absolute certainty, A, we weren't in the stock, we weren't even looking at this stock, it wasn't even on our radar, and it never would have been on our radar, because A, it doesn't even have a 200 day to say if it's over or under, B, look at how many times it's getting punched out, right? It's drifted basically the $42 range, $42.50 range for... Uh, since February 2nd, so over two months now, nearly three months now, it's drifted in this range here. So it would not have had high relative strength. Right? The market hasn't been working, so we wouldn't have looked at it. On the chart front, we wouldn't have been looking at it because it doesn't have, like, any sort of bullish trend to it. It's really sideways. On the relative strength front, we wouldn't have been into it because clearly that's not much of relative strength at all when it just goes sideways. Backtest, we don't even have to go that far. But Mark was in this trade, and I don't know why. He's doing his thing, and, you know, clearly he's noticed what he's doing. But he he had a long tweet on here, and I wanted to really dive into it. So this person says, options were pricing a 16% move going into earnings. Now, if you remember, and it's been so long since we traded around earnings. Let me go to my slide for that. Earnings. Leading into earnings. Is the trade already profitable? Yes or no, right? If yes, then you can look. Does the expected move break the trend line you're following? If no, you get out. If it does break the trend line, you hold it. Or maybe I said it backwards. Does it break the trend line? No, hold. If it does break the trend line, get out on the expected move. So if the options were pricing a $16 expected move, right? So that means from the close of yesterday... The options were pricing up to $16. Good gravy. 
Alright. A 37% up move. Come on. A $16 move? Really? Alright. Is that correct? 16% move. I was like, no way. 16% move. Let me go back. Alright, 16% move. So that's... Basically $7 either way. Now, if we were in this trade, we would have been following probably the 10-day, which is the blue line, as you can see. It closed under the 10-day. Like, yesterday, it closed under the 10-day. So even if we had held it, that would have been an exit signal. Clear as day exit signal saying, hey, it closed under the 10, going into earnings. Right? 10-day period, indicator of the short-term trend. It gave up the short-term trend. Next. If you were following the 50-day, which is right here at 41.50, which would have never happened, but if you were following the 50-day and you saw that the expected move um, went down to $34, $35, and you're... 50 days at 41.50 there's no reason to hold that does it break the trend line move yeah absolutely so I don't know who on earth was actually profitable at this point basically nobody unless you bought it like at the very beginning down here so was it already profitable for probably most people no does the extended uh, expect to move break the trend line uh, most definitely yes so I'm looking at this and I'm like, there's not a chance in hell that we would have traded this. And I just want to know why he did. From the market, from the chart, from the uh, relative strength. Not a chance that we would be trading this. So he goes on to say, it may be one of his most important uh, posts ever. So this is why I saved it and why I want to bring it to your attention. I must admit, I did go into earnings on this, and I got smashed, but I held a microscopic position, so my loss was insignificant, a few thousand dollars on tens of millions, right? And then, why even hold a small amount? Well, let me explain. The few thousand dollars I dropped on this ugly bitch made an important point, and it made certain that I continue to viscerally feel the feedback, or better stated, the wrath of this hard penny environment. I have been telling you guys, I think I mentioned literally that phrase yesterday, hard penny environment, easy dollar environment. And like a muscle that goes through a spasm to keep you from hurting yourself, bad trades should do the same. However, like a fighter can't be overcome by a great, uh, a fighter can't become great by only shadow boxing, paper trading won't teach you real lessons in the market. Pilot buys, which is what he's saying here, is that a pilot buy is like what we do, right? Whenever we're putting on a trade, we're starting with one unit, whether that unit is uh, 100 shares or one contract or 100 contracts or 10,000 shares, right? The point is a pilot buy is your first initial buy into it. And so that's what he's saying here. Get a pilot buy. A pilot buy, pilot buys are a great way of sparring with a bear market and keeping its pulse while wearing headgear. When the market improves, then and only then do take the mouthpiece out and remove the headgear. But to stay sharp and get real feedback from the market, you need to spar. 
And if you think this is abnormal during a bear market, this uh, movement that he saw, I suggest you read the section on Bill O'Neill's book titled A Loud Warning to the Wise. He's talking about the orange book. I got it right here. I keep all these books handy. He's talking about the orange book here. Which, the orange book was in fact where I got the idea of putting the market first. Um, in this book, the market comes last. In the can slim, the market comes last. I don't understand that. That makes no sense to Chris whatsoever. In fact, I really believe somewhere in the book he says, maybe the market should be first. Yeah, maybe it should. Because you wouldn't have even touched that trade. Wouldn't have even looked. Wouldn't have even continued on if you hadn't seen that the market was not set up in a conducive way for trading. I am not the smartest person in the world, and I'm certainly not the best trader. But I do take a lot of pride in what I do, and I can observe and make a plan and follow that plan and that plan had it been followed would have kept everybody who traded that completely out on the sidelines without a doubt whatsoever they wouldn't have even touched this trade but a lot of people lost their shirt and apparently this was one that uh, was very popular out there in the twitterverse that we weren't even looking at and those were the reasons why so I thought this was an excellent one to bring up today. Really showcase the power of our strategy. Showcase the fact that we have all these contingencies built in, right? Even if we were holding it, we probably weren't profitable. Even if we were holding it, we would have gotten an exit signal. Even if we were holding it, we would have seen that the uh, expected move was outside our trend line. And I can't imagine any reason why I would have held it into earnings. So... I'm here for you. I always got your back because this is what I do. This is the greatest game in the world and I am so blessed to be able to play it and be able to play it alongside my favorite teammates like you guys. Thanks so much for coming to today's 10 Minute Trading Room. I hope you found this useful and I'll see you right back here tomorrow. Have a great day. Hey, by the way, don't forget, you need to get the Bullish Power Cheat Sheet and it's totally free over at 10MinuteStockTrader.com.